So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day, and I am super excited to dive into today's episode. We're talking about New Year's resolutions. It is that time of the year, believe it or not, and we got to talk about this stuff now. You know, we can't wait till January 1st. Uh, we got to talk about it now. And I have a couple hacks. I've gotten pretty good at this stuff over the years. And I'm not even a huge New Year's resolution fan, but I can honestly say that for at least in the last four or five years, I've successfully maintained my resolution January to December. And so I want to just share with you what's been working for me and what are some things that you might want to do now. And instead of waiting until January 1st to ensure that um, that you're set up for success. Uh, before I get there, I do want to just thank all of you who are spreading the word about this podcast. You know what's crazy, guys, is um, I just made a, a little small decision like, I don't know, probably like four months ago because we had reached the one-year mark of the podcast and I was thinking, oh, I could start running ads. You know, we, we have a decent listenership. The numbers are good and the, tr- the trends are in the right direction. And so, you know, we could get some sponsors in here and start generating some revenue from the podcast. And, and uh, I mean, you know, to be frank, like this demands a lot of my resources and energy. Um, and so, you know, it'd be nice to get a return from a financial perspective, right? And I just realized that uh, I don't, I don't want to do that yet. I don't want to do that to you guys. I certainly don't mind plugging my stuff and obviously plugging our guest stuff when they interview, but I wanted to keep this thing pure for the time being. And so the only way we're able to do that and still grow the podcast is you. Uh, it's specifically you sharing our content with other people that you think would benefit from the items that we're discussing here. So this is uh, just an ask on my part and something that I've been doing probably on a weekly basis. You know, once a week, we ask you if you're willing to share this episode with other people. And just so you know why we're doing this on a regular basis, this is actually the substitute for ads. So if you appreciate that this podcast doesn't have ads and you'd like it to stay that way because you're finding value from it, very simply put, share this podcast, take a specific episode that spoke to you, uh, share it with somebody that you know would benefit from it. And that alone covers our advertising costs. That is how we get the word out. It's been so cool because since we started doing this, you guys have really responded. We've been seeing the numbers go up and, uh, you know, we're growing our followings elsewhere on social media and the newsletter, uh, the mailing list rather. So that helps too. But um, I know that uh, some of the increase we've seen, especially lately, is in large part because you guys are spreading the word and I cannot thank you enough. It really does mean the world to me. So I appreciate you guys. And uh, man, uh, every every single month I'm just humbled when I look at the numbers and I see how you guys have continued to spread the word. So let's jump into today's content. Okay, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. So let's, let's talk a little bit uh, maybe from like more of a 30,000 foot overview of what New Year's resolutions are and why they exist. And then we'll get into some specifics on how you can do this really well. And like I said, I, I feel like I've kind of mastered it. And um, and I say that, uh, I might even regret saying that, to be honest. I don't think I've mastered anything in life. But what I mean is I've had a good track record the last few years. 
just because I made a few small adjustments, honestly. And ironically, uh, I learned these adjustments from getting free of porn, right? Like I've been clean for six and a half, seven years, and it's the last five years that my resolutions have been working. So kind of funny how that works. And uh, you'll see some parallels when we jump in. But let's let's start broad, uh, kind of give a bit of context. So there's this human, um, there's this human element uh, that that loves to capitalize on change. Uh, when you are in a new, if you move to a new house for the first time, often when when we move into a new environment or you move to a new city, there are certain things that we start to think about that we've always wanted to do that we're going to try to implement. So maybe you've always wanted to go to the gym and you're like, you know, um, I'm moving to a new city. Um, here's where my house is going to be. I'm going to research gyms. I've always wanted to. And now's my time to do it. Maybe it's uh, it's a change in relationship. You know, maybe you've gone from being a boyfriend girlfriend, and you guys are engaged now, and you can feel marriage is coming. You thought, you know, uh, by the time I was married, I always wanted this to be in place, and so uh, you know, for me, that was actually a, there was a financial element when we got engaged. Uh, the my I was in a I, I was poor. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to say it diplomatically. I had no money, and I didn't like that. And I it wasn't like oh because I have no money, I I'm not willing to get married. But because I had no money, I certainly wanted to get things in order once I was engaged. And so that's kind of, that's how that played out for me. Um, but regardless of what the change is, we just have this human tendency of like, there's change coming. This is my chance to do that thing I've always wanted to do. And maybe there's no stronger time of the year when that takes place than the new year. There's just something about flipping over the calendar to a new year that makes us go, okay, it's time to start with a clean slate. We love that idea, whether it's diet, whether it's exercise, whether it's quitting porn, whether it's reading a book a week, uh, whatever it might be. We love the idea of having a clean slate and being able to institute something new in a new year. And I think that's helpful for us to know because I, I what I've done in the past is I'm like, okay, I tried all these New Year's resolutions. They never work. You know, they last three weeks. They last a few months. Um, and so what I did was I kind of threw the baby out with the bathwater. And I was like, New Year's resolutions are stupid. January 1st is just another day. And I'm just going to carry on as is. But um, what I failed to realize is that actually there was an opportunity here, which is that psychologically my brain can observe it is a new season, it's a new year, and I can actually leverage that to to institute a new habit or, or something new in my life, a new practice. I just have to go about it the right way so that I'm set up for success and not for failure, which is kind of what I was doing before. So there's immense value to the practice of New Year's resolutions. I am all for them. I really think that everybody should do them. I just think that the majority of people don't do them well. And the way they do them basically positions them for failure. So what I want to talk about today, just in the next few minutes here, is a couple hacks that have really, uh, well, they've really just helped me maintain my resolutions for the last few years. Now, let me give you um, let me give you a, a real-time example. So in 2022, my New Year's resolution was to have better posture. Um, I've been really working on my physical fitness, not my physical health, my physical fitness the last few years. Sorry, the last year or so. So um, October, it was, let me see, October 2021, uh, my wife and I had just moved to Jamaica and I decided it was time to get a gym pass. Great example of changing environment and seizing the opportunity to do something new that I've always wanted to do. So I get my gym pass 
and I was 150 pounds, okay? I'm about six feet tall, so 150 pounds is very light. That's like skin and bones. And um, and one of the things I was going for, admittedly, was like a better aesthetic, you know? Now, I wanted to get stronger. I want to be healthier. I've talked about before how I'm very motivated to be healthy for my grandkids one day. That's just weirdly motivating for me as a 32-year-old man. So I leveraged all of those things, but there was an aesthetic component to this as well. And so by November... I started to realize that, oh man, my posture really sucks. And when I stood in front of a mirror and I actually, you know, just relaxed my shoulders, like I'm not like even trying to stick out my chest or do anything like that. But just when I stand up straight and I, and I just relax my shoulders, I look a lot better. I look the way kind of I envisioned myself looking already a little bit more. So I just decided my New Year's resolution was I was going to have better posture. And the cool thing is that because I've been working out now and I'm up 30 pounds, so I weigh 180 pounds as of this last Sunday, I I have better posture. Like part of that is the byproduct of what I've been doing, but then also it was my resolution. So I made it my focus, okay? And this is hack number one, which is that you want to integrate your New Year's resolution with something that already exists in your life, okay? So What do I mean by that? Well, even though the gym pass was new, the truth is for the last eight or nine years of my life, I have exercised three times a week. Now, typically I've done HIIT workouts or I've ran 5K. That's been kind of my go-to. Those HIIT workouts were all done on YouTube, by the way, because like I said, I was super poor back in the day. So there's always ways to do things. But the point is I I had a foundation I was used to exercising three times a week. So adding in strength training was building on something that already existed. And that's a really good place to start. Now, if you if you can't see the connection, it's there. You just need to look for it. So what I mean is as best as you can integrate the new habit or the new resolution with something that is already in your life. Okay. Now, the second thing and it's kind of the same thing, but it's a little bit different, which is do do things that make the resolution more likely to happen, okay? So let's say you want to brush your teeth. Let's say you don't brush your teeth, your teeth are rotting and falling apart, and you're like, bro, I need to start brushing my freaking teeth, okay? Well, here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to put your toothbrush by your nightstand. Well, I'm not going to brush my, t- my teeth, Cynthia, there. Why would I do that? Because you need the visual reminder every single night before you go to bed that you need to brush your teeth. So we want to set ourselves up for success as best as possible. If I need to take something into the car the next time that I go out, I put it, I literally put it in front of the door, not by the door, in front of the door so that I cannot open the door without without bashing into it. That's uh, That's just the reminder I need to take something into the car. And so what you're looking to do is try to set yourself up for success that way. So first, by integrating with something that already exists. Secondly, by doing things that set you up for success, whether it's something visual, uh, whether there's a reward attached to it, um, you know, whether you have to schedule it in your calendar or set reminders in your phone, just we want to set ourselves up for as much success as possible, okay? Now, the third hack I'm going to give you today, and this has really, really helped me, guys, And that is that you need to start small, okay? So in other words, we're not talking about some drastic life change. That does not work as a New Year's resolution. Like the change in a calendar 
is just not compelling enough for us to make massive and dramatic changes in our lives. We're just not wired that way. We would love to be. We would love to be just able to change ourselves in the snap of a finger. It doesn't work that way. So do something small, right? Like let's go back to my example. Changing my posture is actually not that hard. And I, uh, you guys know I was a recording artist many years ago and I hired a vocal coach at one point and one of the things she said is uh, to, to improve posture because posture really helps with your voice. Uh, one of the things she said is every time you go through a door, just roll your shoulders back. Super random, but really helpful. So just little things like that. Again, like as a New Year's resolution, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. That's that's not hard at all, right? And then there's visual reminders. I walk through doors all the time, so I'm kind of set up for success that way. So it, it kind of just ticked a bunch of boxes, right? And I kind of I just happen to remember that advice from my vocal coach. So the third hack there is is start small. Like like don't don't do anything dramatic because if you really want this to last long term, we're playing a long game, right? And here's the beauty of it, guys. If you do this, then what happens is you can build on it the year after, right? So maybe there's something really big you want to change in your life. Well, start small and maybe you don't even have to wait a full year. Maybe you just do it the first three, four months. You do the small thing and then you do the second small thing and then you do the third small thing and now you've done the big thing over the course of a year. So there's different ways to go about this, but all we know for sure is we want to start small. The bigger the change you try to evoke in the new year, the less likely it is to last long-term. So start small because you need the psychological wins. You need the wins that say, wow, I'm doing it. Wow, I'm doing it. Not just the first week of January, but the first week of April. Wow, I'm still doing it. That's that's where you start to actually build confidence in yourself. That's where your integrity starts to really solidify. That's what we're after, okay? Fourth hack and my final hack, and I'm telling you guys, if you do this, if you do this, this will change things for you is you need to start your resolution now, all right? Like about 10 days before New Year's, that is the time to start your resolution. What you want, you want to think of it like uh, like a, you're training for an athletic event, okay? The athletic event is January 1st. And what you're doing now is you are training, you're ironing out the kinks, you're, you're acclimating yourself, you're priming yourself, you're getting yourself set up and ready so that when January 1st comes, you are sharp, you are in momentum, and you've already kind of normalized this new habit. And then what happens is the momentum of the new year takes things to the next level. Because if you can start to institute this new resolution, whatever it is, if you can start to do that now without the the added incentive or added benefit of the calendar switch, then it's going to go a lot deeper into your psyche right off the bat. And this is the reason, you, you'll remember from my story that I observed that I needed better posture in November of last year. So when did I make the change? Well, I made it in December. Once I kind of realized what was going on, I thought about it. I was like, okay, so starting in December, I activated my New Year's resolution so that by the time January 1st came around, I was already in momentum, but now I had an additional layer of incentive to keep things going. And now here we are in December, uh, the next year, and my posture has never been better. And what's really cool is I get to build now going into 2023, my New Year's resolution is to brace my core on a more regular basis. It's something that was really like obviously uh, exposed while I've been uh, strength training this year is I do not I do not engage my core well in basically 
everything. And so what's cool is when my posture is good, it's a lot easier to actually brace my core. And this is true when I'm just walking around, especially true when I'm working out and exercising. So a good example of what it looks like to layer something on top of the other. And then who knows, uh, it might be totally different in 2024, but at least the, op the options there. And these things, because I've been doing them for a full year at a time and I'm building on top of them, the things that I did three, four years ago that I'm still doing, those things are getting more and more solidified. They're just second nature. They're subconscious. I don't think about them anymore. And the same will be true of the things I'm adding now. They're going to start to become more and more normal. And I will just continue this process really until probably kingdom come, until my time on here, uh, my time here on earth is done. So I hope this gives you some ideas, guys. If you know what your resolution is, no excuse. Don't wait and like binge all the bad food so that you can eat clean in January. It doesn't work that way. If you can make the decision now to do it, you'll be so much better off. And I'm not saying don't enjoy the holidays. I'm just saying like don't binge. Like, or, or actually, if you're really serious, then maybe, maybe you do have to say no to junk food during the holidays. Like, I don't know. I don't know what your resolution is. All I'm saying is don't delay, don't wait. It's the procrastinator's mindset that struggles the most with New Year's resolutions. So the more proactive you are about this, the more likely you are to succeed. That's everything for today, guys. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.